0: What's up everybody? Welcome to Kinda Funny Games Daily for Wednesday, March thirteenth, twenty nineteen. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the rogue one, Gary Whitta. Good morning. Morning, how are you? Good. Late start today. I know, right? Is there anything worse than when you're doing something and you look down at your phone and it's your bank calling you? And you're like, this is never good. The bank
1: is never they never call It's a not pay. gonna be like oh we found some extra money in your account. It's, it's never always, the monopoly. It's never, it's the, never the monopoly. Bank era, the bank area is never, never in, in your, your favor. Favorite. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah.
0: Some son of a bitch. Maybe daughter of a bitch, maybe person of a bitch. Down in Australia, trying to use the kind of funny company car to buy groceries. Nah, feed your own dingoes is what I say. So I had a call. The <laughs> bank called, and it. I had to talk to them. But it's about all that. taken care of. Yeah, you know how it is nowadays yeah. identity theft. It's what happens. All yeah, the time. they just
1: they they flag it. They know exactly. This is why did when you go abroad. It's always a good idea to call the bank and let them know that you're going abroad. Because sure. if they suddenly see a charge on the other side of the world, yeah. they don't assume, "Oh, Greg or Gary must be on vacation." They they rightly, in most cases, assume that. What I've discovered is someone's, like, someone's up the, to no the good. The
0: algorithm, whatever AI is monitoring all of us over yeah. there, is good enough that it understands, like, all right, they. Paid for, you know, they ate. They did this groceries, Uber. Oh, they bought something at the airport. Another Uber. Okay, they're in. The, I don't get it anymore. I used to get locked out, but I travel so much. They have some kind of weird algorithm. Right, they know that out. you're traveling. But when all of a sudden I'm buying breakfast for Gio Corsi on Sunday, and then guess what? In Australia, suddenly and I'm buying. Let's face it. The people at the bank are
1: probably watching, kind of funny. They're like, "Wait, Greg's in San Greg's Francisco there. doing show. you exactly can't is. be in, He can't be in Australia. Outrageous. Yeah, something impossible. must be up." Used to happen to me a lot. It hasn't happened in a while. But I went. There was a period. Of a couple of years where there was like a fraud alert on my credit card yeah. almost every couple of months. And it's really annoying because although they catch sure. the fraudulent charges, they have to issue a card with a yep. new number yep. and then you have to update everything. your card and like Ugh. everything that you know, use right? to pay for it. It's just it's really scan annoying. me on everything. Seriously. Get me there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Take
0: my fingerprint, put a chip in me, as Kevin always says. Yeah, just but put a chip in my neck. Exactly. I don't care. Whatever you want. Just digitize yeah. everything and be done with it. Yeah. Gary, uh, uh, most important, it's a huge day. It is tons of tons of news today. Oh, big news big today! Big news today. I don't know because you're fine, you're on fine, top but of it,
1: on top of everything else, the printer is kaput. So I, I've got no show notes. I'm I've not got no idea what's in the news. I'm going to learn it as
0: you read it out. I, I, I we've, you, we've uh, gone over our printer woes. it kind of funny for a long time. I'm not going to blame this recent thing on Joey, but it's Joey's fault. I mean, it's it's clearly Joey. When fault. Kevin and I switch out the ink, no problem. I came in the other day, the printer was pulled all the way out into the middle of the living room like somebody's doing a seance around it, and then we got another printer in the other room, Joey's using it for t-shirts, and then all of a sudden this one doesn't print well, and Kevin, what did I say? Did somebody forget to take the plastic off it? And sure no, enough, you went in there, it. somebody took the plastic off. I'm just saying, a lot of problems over here. broke the entire printer then. Exactly. Well, that printer sucked and we hated it anyway. So you've got the show notes on your laptop. I do.
1: Now, it's not like I typically do a lot of preparation for the show anyway, yeah. but... <laughs> I usually do get to look at the notes, at least did you for- you burp talk at the same time? I, I might have.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, it was it's Gary Bur- Did you Tr- actually hear that? Perfect. Yeah. thought it was a stealth burp. He thought I was burping while you talked, it's but it, you car- t- It's this carbonated burp. beverage. Yeah, I apologize to the people at home. Well, it was um, it was slight enough that I'm right next to you, and I was like, wait, did you say R, but also burp <laughs> while you did it? very like, <laughs> Um... Yeah. Usually I get
1: like, I usually show up here about 15 minutes before the show. Sure. As I said to Kevin early, you guys don't pay me enough to actually prepare
0: 100%. for the show. F- 100%. But I usually
1: get like a good 10 to 15 minute window to browse the notes. Um... Uh, you know Familiar think, l- l- familiarize myself with the news yeah. and formulate you know the the blazing hot takes for which be, I'm These famous. will be the hardest of takes. This is, these, these are going to be fresh out of the oven takes because you're going to see that you you're you at home watching at home or wherever where it is that you are in the kind of funny uh, cinematic universe sure. will be learning the news at the same time that I do. So these takes are going to be blazing hot because I haven't I you know have had any time to think about it. It's going to be like right off the top of the head what I think well, about Well Gary I'm excited
0: to find out what you think about Master Chief Collection coming to Steam. The Master Chief Collection getting Halo Reach. Maybe Borderlands 3 being real and more because this is Kinda Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that be part of the show patreon.com slash kinda funny games with your questions, comments, concerns, bad PSN names and everything else under the video game sun. Then tune in and watch us record the show live twitch.tv slash kind of funny games if you're watching live maybe the show starts late and you get to hear kevin talk to you and see me in the chat explaining what's going on with my credit card also you have a special job to do go to kind of funny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kind of funny games and roosterteeth.com as well as everybody watching on podcast services around all oh, the globe we're off to a good stop. <laughs> How did that even happen? The laptop well, I, was just sitting on the table, well, went how did gra- you fumble I it? went to grab it and oh, it's just- okay. it's, so, it's so thin.
1: You oh, know that's what, I mean? what it is. So
0: it's, it's, it's like a piece of paper. It could float away at this Microsoft Surface. All right, all right. They didn't pay me to say that. Uh, <laughs> housekeeping! We're streaming The Division 2, Friday afternoon, right after the Kind of Funny Screencast. We'll be playing for a few hours. You've been playing. Are you having fun? I'm
1: loving it. I'm it's having so, so much fun with it. I'm just so barely good. scratching the surface. Yeah, I think of course. I'm level... I think I hit level 8 last night.
0: Ah, nice. Okay. Um, but you know,
1: as you know, I love the first game. Yeah. This one is... Pretty much more of the same, but with even even more so. Like yeah. there's, they've added more. There's more depth. Totally. more stuff to do. The it's environments,
0: ad- dude. Kevin and the, I were talking about this last night as we went through. We did both museum missions yesterday. I was oh, like, Holy yeah. shit, is this awesome?
1: I did. We did the mission last night, the American History Museum. Yep. We go through the Vietnam yeah, jungle. I was I was like, like, Oh so my god, god!
0: This is incredible. Amazing. I wasn't.
1: I wasn't sure. About the Washington D.C. Yep. Uh, when I ahead. first heard that, I was like, yeah. "Really, do I want to go to D.C. Yeah. Like maybe I want to go to L.A. or I mean, maybe even another part of the the world. I don't know. Yeah. But now that I'm there, I understand why they said it there. I mean, it's so much fun to yep. go around. You know, to, to check out the Oval Office and be in the. I love the idea that the White House is your base
0: yeah. of operations. 100. That when we get to gamescast that's gonna be a big topic for me. I think in terms of I was the exact same way of like D.C. Whatever. And like now that there, it's like, oh man, they they can do so much more cool stuff than they could in New York.
1: It like they um uh did a remarkable job of kind of mapping out yeah D- the whole city of dc i mean yeah. i'm only still in the starting area sure it's a huge city yeah but they've done a tremendous job with it i'm having a blast playing with it. it's almost even just in the first levels the like first seven or eight levels it's almost overwhelming how much stuff there is to do It's oh, like, yeah. do i do this do i do, that? Buffet. Every, do you everything do? you do hits up a new side mission or unlocks yeah. a new character or a new thing you know crafting yeah, yeah. Projects. There's just so much to do that it's you don't know what to do Are first. Are you in
0: the Xbox Kind of Funny clan Just yet?
1: joined. So last night I unlocked the character that lets you open up the clans. Sure. And uh, I searched for Kind of Funny. Yeah. And uh, I joined the clan. There's, nice. I think there's about 15 people in there right nice. now because, as you know, the game early is still yeah. kind of in early access where only gold and ultimate owners get it. Everyone else gets it tomorrow, right? Yeah. Um, uh, well,
0: yeah, tomorrow at midnight, right? So, yeah. Whatever. But if you
1: play, so but I'll do a quick squad up. If you're playing on Xbox, yeah, uh, join the kind of funny clan. Just, just once you open up the clans, um, you search. Do a search for. But Kinda remember, Kinda funny.
0: There's gonna, we're going to need a million of them, so don't feel free to get into the oh, weeds yeah. about it of kind right now, of funny right now, L.A. or whatever. Right now
1: there's just one. Yeah. Um, and, and, and that I think starting tomorrow you'll probably start to see a lot more. Sure, yeah. But right now exactly. there's a kind of funny clan that you can join. I'm in it. Uh, also, you can find me on Xbox. My uh, game of tag is just Witter. Yeah. If you want to play, come join. Last, last night I played with a bunch of uh, kind best of funny friends. best friends and it was great. I loved it.
0: Kevin, we got to figure out what we want to do with the, cl- the kind of funny clan on PlayStation because right now it's you, me, Fran, Scott Lowe. I looked at the invites. A whole, or I looked. It's an invite only clan. A whole bunch of people have requested invites. Okay. And so I don't know how many we want to let in. What is, we there want a, in.
1: is there a limit on how many people 50. can be in a you clan? Only have okay 50 in a clan. So you're going to have many. You, you are, like you said, you're going to need multiple clans. Oh yeah,
0: no. And on every platform, we're needing a million kind of funny clans. Go ahead and make them and do whatever you want. But Kevin, I mean, even though I'm the commander, and uh, did Fran you create is, the clan? Yeah. You like the administrator I'm the commander. Of the clan? Okay. I made Fran a lieutenant. Okay. What Scott does that Lowe mean? is an agent. That's he's lieutenant's like second behind a commander. That's okay. as high as you can go without being commander. Right. Scott Low is an agent. We need him to prove himself. So that, mean, did that, that Kevin means Kevin is that still you- a
1: recruit. Okay, Kevin yeah, mean, is still be. a
0: recruit. We need it, but I'm asking one of my recruits here I respect to think about what we're. What, what our do those ranks
1: mean? Do they have like admin privileges exactly. over the clan? Yeah, or yeah something? a little okay. bit more
0: you can do here. You go. Okay. Uh-huh. So, Kevin, think about it. Uh, remember, the KC meet and greet is coming up on March 30th. The New York City meet and greet is Mar- or April 6th. You can find out about those at slash events Remember, if you want to come to the Kansas City one, you do not need a pass. Why would you need a pass? We're at Planet Comic Con. That Saturday, the 30th, doing panels with Henry Winkler, Mick Foley, Dean Kane, Tom Welling, Michael Rosenbaum, and a whole bunch of Power Rangers. And then, thank you to our Patreon producers, Mohammed Mohammed, Tom Bach, and Blackjack. Today, we're brought to you by Hims, but I'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin with what is and forever will be a jam packed Roper Report. Oh, a little bit slow there. Time for some news. Kevin asleep at the <laughs> switch. Five <laughs> items on the Roper report. Oh, baker's doesn't! I spiced it up. I tossed a bunch of stuff in there. I threw off the cadence of how I normally do it. It felt real weird. My apologies. I, I didn't mean to. I keep. was waiting for the cue and it came and then I was like, Man. Was it the was it the jam packed Roper report that threw you off? Maybe words are
1: hard. Well, know? I mean, keep <laughs> in
0: mind, Ke- Kevin and I are now on two nights of Division Two brain. Oh my god, let me just sign off at one in the morning. Waking up at six thirty, like Ugh. Between
1: the between the time change where you already lose an hour in in bed. And I'm usually in bed by like ten o'clock. I'm, I I just like to go to bed early. Sure. And I and I haven't I haven't had like that that big video game obsession in my life that's been keeping me up. late. I hoped it would be Red Dead. Yeah. But I was disappointed by Red Dead. I didn't stick with it. Sure. I hoped it would then would be the Division two. And so now that I'm totally hooked on the Division. Now I'm playing Division till like midnight at least every yep. night. Yeah. Going. To, I'm not getting enough sleep. I know. But like I, it's the only time I, I can only play. Can you even Gary?
0: what last year everybody's getting all excited for all these different games and yeah. anthem and all this jazz and yeah. I was like I'm excited for the division two so many people are like I don't know about the division two and I was like I, I, of course not the one games as a service Greg's excited about wants to be invested in it's probably gonna be a dud and it turns out it's the best one of all time I it's think game of the year 2019
1: so I so. would so let me so games as a service to the loot and shoot games whatever you want to call this new yeah. genre that's emerged he's kind of open world multiplayer run run around shoot some people get some loot come back to base craft some shit go sure. back out again yeah, you know, yeah. we've seen so Destiny Started all of that, yeah. and now we have a bunch of other games like it. We have Anthem and uh, you know Division, Division, obviously the original Division as well. Um, Destiny, I, I don't know how. Did you ever get into Destiny? Destiny I, Two, I, I got into. I got bored. I I, I skipped the original Destiny because it sucks. Tried Destiny Two. And got to the end game. i just was just bored. Yeah. Like the mythology in the world did nothing for me. Sure. Anthem I stayed away from entirely because it just looked like more of the same. Sure. And plus, you know, there's been a lot of negative press about crashes and it being boring and broken. The loot system's not. Work. They've got a lot of shit to fix. Yeah. Maybe in a year Anthem will be good, but right now it's not. And this is the this is the big problem with these loot and shoot games is that out of the gate they all have a bad. They've all cultivated a bad reputation for of just not being. They're going to be broken. They're not, not ready to play. Way, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I never had that problem. The division felt like it was great out of the box, and Division Two feels like—I mean, if there are problems with the end game or whatever, we'll we'll figure that out when we get there. But right now, I'm having a great time yeah. with it, and it's it seems like to me.
0: it's all I want to do. What's that? It's got its hooks in me. It's all. It's I got want to its hooks.
1: I love. The, I like. I don't want to necessarily fly around a, another, you know, generic jungle world in a in a exo suit that like okay, Master that Chief cool. with a jetpack cool. or whatever. I guess so, but I I prefer that kind of grounded. Oh yeah, sure. Tom Clancy approach. Yeah. yeah. Where like the weapon, the, the, you know, the I, how good is the gunplay in the division? How, the so gunplay good. is
0: amazing. The you know what? We're getting off track. That's a Gamescast This is topic. turning into a Gamescast. You're welcome games to show up on Games right and for I may, to, I with may have to do a game's number one on the Roper Report: The Master Chief <laughs> Collection is coming to Steam and adding Halo. Reach. This is from Brian Gerard over at the uh, 343 Industries. He's the community director. Today, we're extremely excited to share two big announcements that deliver on what are easily the most frequently requested asks of our community over the last few years. First, Halo Reach is being added to Halo the Master Chief Collection. And second, the entire collection is coming to PC via the Microsoft Store and Steam. This is an incredibly exciting opportunity for us to bring the Halo universe and Master Chief story to a new audience and to offer PC gamers a chance to step into the franchise on the PC platform of their choice. For the team at 343 Industries, the most important and critical elements of this project is ensuring that Halo, the Master Chief Collection, delivers a true first-class experience on PC. We're embarking on a journey with our community to build an APC experience that delivers on PC gamer expectations. I don't know what that means. I guess lots of turbo. <laughs> I know. I got to get it in there. I'll stop soon one day. The team is passionately committed to ensuring that all the features, bells, and whistles expected in a modern PC title are included with Master Chief Collection. The Master Chief's arrival on PC will happen in stages, with each title releasing one by one over time, giving the development teams the ability to ensure each one is right, while giving players the chance to jump in right away rather than have to wait for the entire suite of games to be completed. Our current plan... Is for this journey to begin with the launch of Halo Reach, the fictional beginnings of Master Chief Saga, with the rest of the titles following in chronological order thereafter. Halo Reach, Halo Combat Evolved, Halo 2, Halo 3, Halo 3 ODST, the campaign, and Halo 4 will each be available for individual purchase within Master Chief Collection as they become available. And each game will evolve and grow over time with community input. Along with, quote, bring Halo the Master Chief to Collection to PC, end quote, the next loudest refrain from Halo fans has been to add Halo Reach to Halo Master Chief Collection. And we're excited to make good on both requests later this year. Halo Reach in Halo the Master Chief Collection on Xbox One looks better than ever in stunning 4K slash HDR on compatible hardware and plays better than ever at a silky smooth 50 frames per second. On Xbox One specifically, Halo Reach's multiplayer content, which includes Forge and Theater, will be automatically included for everyone who owns Halo, the Master Chief Collection, while Halo Reach's campaign and firefight experiences will be offered together as a premium digital add-on. Xbox Game Pass subscribers will have access to the entirety of Halo Reach within Master Chief Collection as part of their subscription. Halo Reach will look and play just as great when it lands on the Microsoft Store and Steam with campaign, multiplayer, and firefight available for purchase as the first step in this PC journey. How's that sit with you, Gary? Well, it's great news for Halo fans, isn't it? Right? Yeah. I I was uh, surprised at the reaction this got in Kind of Funny Office. Oh, what was that? Tim, I know Tim loves Halo, but Tim was super into it. He made sure he ran over and told Kevin about it, who was super into it. Like... You all seem, they were all like, oh man, this is actually a cool thing that Reach is coming to it and getting added to this collection that has been, granted, like we said yesterday, a rocky start, but has been really good in terms of, hey, here are all the Halos remastered and ready to go and 4K and beautiful and, you know, everything you'd want out of these Halo collections.
1: Yeah, it's always seemed kind of strange to me that Microsoft, which is primarily a PC company, mm-hmm. and and Halo is, like, is, you know, if you associate one... You know, first-party game franchise with Microsoft, it's Halo. That's of their course, flagship franchise. So it always seems strange to me that they never really fully serviced the PC market with yeah. that game when they're completely able to do so. I know there have been Halo ports on PC before, sure, sure, but they've sure. always been
0: kind of like yeah, yeah, half-assed. This is like the real deal. This is the this is it's the real deal. Wanted, it looks right? like they're
1: actually really trying to do this right with all the bells and whistles right. and give and give PC um, uh, gamers the full Halo experience. So, you know, again,
0: for, if if you're into Halo. Brilliant. It brings up a lot of questions, though, Gary Whitta, about that future Xbox is always talking about and we're always talking about on this show. Ignacio Rojas uh. writes in to patreon.com slash games and says, top of the morning to you, governors. Today, Microsoft revealed that it would be bringing the Master Chief Collection to PC. But unlike what we would have expected, the game isn't only going to be sold on the Microsoft Store, but also on Steam. With this move, along with the rumors of Game Pass coming to the Switch, and with Project xCloud bringing Xbox games to mobile, it seems like Microsoft isn't very interested in controlling the platforms on which it releases its games. Taking all of this into account, coupled with the fact that Xbox One hasn't been selling all that much, how likely do you think it is that Xbox will just become a third-party developer? Or is Microsoft, Microsoft not willing to give up its ground just yet? As always, keep up the awesome work, Ignacio Rojas.
1: I think at the end of the day, Microsoft wants to sell as many copies of Halo One as, as PC as possible, mm-hmm. and the best way to do that is to make sure it's on you know the, the store that most PC gamers go to. I mean, sure. how many people really go to the Microsoft store to buy their PC games? Nobody. I mean I'm sure some people do. This
0: is what this is back to the Brad Sams uh The articles we bring up all the time, right? Of these rumors that they're get doing away with the Microsoft store for games and they're going to try to just bring Xbox Live to PCs.
1: Yeah, I mean look, there's a different strategy where they could say, "Hey, look, finally we I have a first-party game that people I mean there are obviously other, you know, Microsoft big first-party games Forza and Gears of War and stuff, but for the most part, again, Halo is above and beyond their the biggest you know, driver that they have. Yeah. So they could have said, I guess if they wanted to, hey, we have Halo. Let's put that exclusive on the Microsoft Store and have it be a big advertisement to come to the Microsoft Store and maybe we'll drive traffic to the Microsoft Store in a way that hasn't been there before. But I, I guess they, they decided it was just more important to them to get... Halo into the hands of, of as many gamers as possible. And I applaud. I think it's a consumer-friendly move. Like, I have no interest in going to the Microsoft Store. I don't even, sure. wouldn't even know how to get there. Um, but I know where Steam is. You, and you, I, you
0: open your Edge browser. I open my Edge browser <laughs> um,
1: and say, hey, Cortana, open the Microsoft Store. I guess would that work? I have no, no fucking idea. Um, but, uh, yeah, but, but I, I like this is all very positive consumer forward stuff from microsoft giving PC gamers like the four bells and whistles halo experience and putting it in a place where most people will be easily able to get at it
0: i realize i get on my and i know this is going to sound funny if you don't listen every show i get on my xbox soapbox too often telling trying to say how cool i think everything they're doing is how future-proof i think they're trying to make their company how many big risks they're taking i think ignacio with all due respect you're looking at this in a very old school fashion in the same way, during the PS3, Xbox 360 era, we were like, there'll probably be one more console generation, then it'll all be over, right? I think what Xbox is doing with this, what the way, yesterday we talked about, right, Halo uh, Infinite maybe being a games-as-a-service, something that gets updated and goes on forever and ever and ever. You have to look at it long-term in what they're trying to build here, and what they're trying to build here isn't getting away from uh, uh, Xboxes and consoles, it's them building to where the game will be with you all the time, and you'll have no reason not to play that game. Right now, right, when we're off, uh, when we're on an Uber and we're like, man, I want to play something, you play something on your iPhone. It's not the game you want to play that's on your... Pl- you can't play Division or you can't do this. And I'm not saying we're there yet, but stick with me. If they're going to make their games ubiquitous where they are everywhere and you can play them everywhere and you can log in with the same information everywhere, I really don't think that it discourages you from buying the Xbox I think it actually encourages you to if, if I only own the PlayStation right now And they were saying all this stuff and I was like this is getting really exciting and really interesting And at Xbox 2 or when they come out with Xbox Scarlet, They're like here's all the 13 first parties Hey, let me finish this game as a service that's gonna be going on and ever and you can play it forever You can play it on any device Suddenly it goes from, oh man, like Xbox has a few exclusives I want to play, but whatever, to being like, oh man, I want to play everything on that, and I want to play it on my TV, so I'm going to buy an Xbox for my TV to play the streaming service on it with the Xbox controller, blah, 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 and you figure Switch will be able to stream Game Pass, but again, that's not going to be streaming necessarily whatever the hot. Upcoming, this is exactly what Microsoft wants you on. As we get into Project X Cloud, I think getting a a four K box underneath your TV is what they want, and they want to be that box. But they just want you to be in their ecosystem, spending money. Period. In the same way that. Valve is so successful because of steam granted valves made a lot of awesome amazing video games But right now they make all their money from steam and are have no pressure if you're playing everything on xCloud Even if you're just playing it on your PC, and you're never buying an Xbox That's bringing in the money to keep it going to keep it keep everything cycling to where yeah they're, they're making the cheap ass streaming box or the super beefy 4k box to put underneath your TV, and that's fine They're everywhere they're ubiquitous. They are games you're using them all the time I think that's what they're building for. And I think this is just another move to be like, yep, we are everywhere. We are on Steam. Yep, we're on Nintendo. Yep, we are literally everywhere but PlayStation. Maybe you should think about buying our box. Why not, Right. Yeah, maybe so. We're yeah. trying to play nice with everybody. We think this is the future. Well, the same way you and I sit here and talk all the time about how great it would be to bring your division character over and play in my world and me playing your world. It
1: re- look, right now, and I'm going to harp on this again for a minute because you opened the door. It Get really, the soapboxes out today. Re- this I, I'm going to harp on crossplay again just for one minute. It really pisses me off that look. I made a decision to play the division on Xbox because I prefer the controller. Sure, I have an Xbox One X where I know the game's going to look great. I just I'm just I played the first division on the Xbox, so I, all the buttons are mapped the same way. I just all the muscle memory. Comes Back, I remember how to play it. Don't have to relearn anything. But it pisses me off because I want to play with you guys, but I can't because you're across the street on PlayStation. Yeah. How difficult would it be to make crossplay between Xbox and PlayStation? So we can all just all play together. It really pisses me
0: off. I hear you. you I want to play with you guys. I know the law. The the
1: law. I want to make this clear. The law of playing with you guys, the kind of funny squad, yeah, has been been so strong that I seriously did consider. Swapping over to PlayStation. In the end, I didn't do it, My but I, but I wanted. To, I was this close, yeah, because I wanted to. Pl- I wanted to play with you. I mean, you're saying
0: like this just shows your lack of dedication. to kind of funny, and this is why you didn't get a printout today. All right, Fran, who's all possessed with the PCs and the frame rates and the 90 frames per second and the yeah. hair physics, he's yeah. playing on PlayStation 4. He's sucking it up. You know what I mean? Well, just because he wanted to play with you guys. Of course, he wanted to be cool. You know yeah. he knew that we'd play on his streams and bring him at least an extra dozen viewers. And now he's all about it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Well, let's not forget, cause you said kind of funny is not just uh, a PlayStation Enterprise. There's lots no. of kind of
1: funny best friends on I'm the Xbox. I'm just joking around,
0: yeah. No, and I'm glad you're there. I'm glad we have some investments. In someone,
1: someone's got to do it. You, you need a kind of funny representative on the Xbox side because you guys are way, way overloaded on the PlayStation side. So I'm over there flying the flag for kind of funny on the Xbox. I'm glad
0: so you are. You, someone's got to do hero. it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I am a hero. <laughs> <laughs> I am a hero. Now, yeah, who's I don't know who's going to be invested in the PC audience now to run the PC clans over there. That's, That's over. a good point. No, no, Fran's not. Don't say that. Don't get Fran out. All right. He said it yesterday a billion times. Number two is Borderlands 3 imminent. Over. On. Gearbox's Twitter, they put up a simple image Gary. I
1: saw that, they dropped a little teaser it image. Is, yeah. If
0: you didn't know, it looks like a highway, and I'm just going to describe it for audio listeners, it's kind of got that Borderlands look, not exactly the Borderlands, but kind of borderlands look. Uh, I mean, it's, it's got, clearly
1: Borderlands. Well, I know, it? but
0: I mean, like, it doesn't, I'm saying that that art could be like the art from, what this is how Borderlands 3 is going to look, right? Borderlands 2 and 1, you look at that, you know it's Borderlands. Right. But it doesn't look as neon, as crazy, right? Right. Anyways, uh, they dropped that with Boston, uh, a sign for Boston, says March 28th, MA, in, so it's got the crazy. So there's going to be
1: some kind of event in Boston on March 28th. Yeah, it's called Some, PAX kind, East.
0: Of re- some kind of reveal. Oh, it's PAX a PAX East, East is there, and then, as usual, Gearbox has a main theater panel. Oh, okay. So now the rumor is there. Now, here's where else it gets interesting, Gary. What exit are they getting off at? Exit
1: 3. Exit 3. Exit three. I didn't see that. Oh!
0: Now, is that exit 3 as in Borderlands 3? Is that exit 3 as in E3? I would say to both of those, yes. <laughs> I would say it's pretty clear. Whatever it's going, they know everybody wants Borderlands 3. They know this is their big game to play, their big card to play. You assume that you don't tease this unless it's going, you don't get there and be like, we have another spin off Borderlands. Not even that, we'd be fine with that. You don't get there and say it's a spin off card game for Borderlands. You get yeah, there but and it's Borderlands
1: gonna- on mobile or something. Exactly. You're not going to make the same mistake Blizzard did.
0: I think you get there and it's Borderlands 3 and it's going to be 83, more information 83, and then it's, I don't know when it comes out, but I assume close soonish whatever Are you bought into Borderlands I loved Borderlands 2 Borderlands 1 I got into too late and so there wasn't people to play with so it wasn't I didn't get it and then Borderlands 2 I started from the jump and played through the entire thing and played a ton of it on PlayStation 3 played a bit of it on Vita I've tinkered with VR and I want to get back now that they've added oh aim. that's right yeah they, they added, added a the bunch support, of stuff to it. which is super cool too yeah yeah but I'm I'm ready for another Borderlands uh, Alex Russ Zero Syndicate writes in to patreon.com slash kind of funny games and says Gearbox teased an image on their Twitter that gives the image style of Borderlands Lands. While people seem to think this may mean a tease of Borderlands at their PAX East main theater panel, I was wondering and question whether or not we need another Borderlands. In a world of post-Destiny, Division, Anthem, heck, even Far Cry and Soon Rage 2, does Borderlands really have a place in gaming anymore when others have improved so much on the foundation Borderlands had built? Gary, were you a Borderlands person?
1: I played a bit of it. I didn't really get into it. The world, the tone. I know, I know people loved the kind of the comedic. Mm-hmm. Kind of comic book tone of it yeah. wasn't just stylistically just not my cup of tea, but I but I did admire the game a lot, and I understand why it has uh, so many fans. Sure. And, I, and I and I and I would and I would I, I respond to that question by saying, yeah, of course, there's room for it. I think Borderlands has a huge fan base. Yeah, you know, Tales from the Borderlands would, would really was really popular as well. Yeah, um, I think there are a lot of people again. You look at Anthem, look at Halo, look at Destiny, you know, I look at The Division. They're all different in their own ways, but they all have that, they all have a very serious kind Nova of tone hook, to them. Right, what, yeah. sets, what sets Borderlands apart is a very different kind of world, a more cartoonish world, a comedic tone. It do, I, I, do, I do think that it occupies a unique... Place in the landscape, and I think there are plenty of people out there, and which is obvious from the success of the previous Borderlands games, who will flock to it. I think there's a lot of excitement about a third Borderlands. The big
0: question about Borderlands 3 or whatever they do with Borderlands next, however it would be, is it going to be a games of service? Is it because that's what you know the question is implying. And granted, Borderlands, you think about Borderlands, it was a looter shooter, but it wasn't an open world, shared world thing, but it right?
1: was, but it was, it was kind of, it's an interest that's an interesting question because it was halfway. Towards being that that kind of game sure. that Destiny, Division, and Anthem have become. So the question is now: it's so much, the landscape has changed, and that's now become kind of the new hotness. That do you think Borderlands will go the rest of the way and go full on into Destiny, Anthem, Division I type feel territory?
0: Because like if, if you hadn't played Borderlands, and you're well, it's online, it's multiplayer. What are you talking about? It was very much that it was a narrative game. It was that you killed things and got crazy loot and did all this stuff, but it was hilarious, right? You we, you talked about earlier like the Destiny storyline being like whatever, right? Like. Borderlands 2, Handsome Jack, I remember this stuff. I remember these characters. I remember these conversations. There's big moments there yeah. that I think work out really well, and especially when you bring in Tales from the Borderlands and what they've done with that universe, the pre-sequel, which I also played and loved. Uh, Handsome Collection. You get into that and it's not a shared world. It was very much that Gary stepped into my world and we ran through my storylines, and then at the end you could do little raids and you know fight monsters together. But it wasn't that we were all going to the hub world and we were all banding together in this shared story and shared narrative. And there's PVE, there's PvP. You know, it it had trappings of what you we do, what I do every night now with Division, right? But it wasn't that. And so the question is, I wonder for this next Borderlands, are they going to stick to what Borderlands has been of like, hey, no, no, this is a game where you're playing through your story and you can bring three friends in, uh, drop in, drop out, they can help you out and fuck around and get loot, but they're not like, you're not going in there and doing the exact same things you do in Destiny. Or is it going to go the opposite where it is? Guess what? Here is this uh, uh, MMORPG kind of thing going on where you're in the space and you're instanced with 20 other vault hunters and you're free roaming this open world and everybody's going off and doing their own things and you're partnering up and you're... Because I feel personally as a borderlands fan i think that if you went that way that becomes a harder sell what i liked about borderlands 1 2 and pre-sequel was the here's the linear story we're telling you you're leveling up you're doing stuff it's an rpg that you can have friends with but it's not go out and do whatever you want in your own order and do all these different things because even the division we're having fun with right but like the overall narrative is i'm helping people right i'm taking back dc okay Uh, what's the guy we get the missions from at the white house i don't fucking remember his name save that one woman's daughter and that's like mission number one so whatever like whatever you know it's like I don't know these people I'm not connected to these people and I feel like when you start shoving that in and it's the same thing people saw with Anthem right when you start trying to shove in real narrative beats and threads which Gearbox has done well with the previous Borderlands you lose that People talking about like France skipping all the dialogue in Anthem, or when we're playing Anthem and you're feeling like you're rushed to get back into your javelin to get back out with people, you're not actually experiencing what's going on. See,
1: I'm different. I want to get invested in the story with the division. I watch all the cutscenes. I pay attention. Oh, no, I try to follow. Like, but like, what, I listen to these every guys echo names? and cell phone thing. I want to. I want to. You know, they put so much work into all of the backstory oh, yeah, I yeah. want to
0: experience it. No, no. So I'm full, not like one of these stop. players
1: that just that clicks through the dialogue.
0: Yeah, no. Full stop. I watch all that too, and I love all that too. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that. I know there's a guy at the White House who gives me missions and stuff. What's his name? Marcos or Martinez or something? I don't know. Like, he's there, and it's cool, and he's got a bunch of toys on his map. Yeah, okay. I understand that, but I'm not hooked the way I I am hooked when I play whatever. Uh, Even Anthem when I wasn't playing with people and I actually talked to people and listened to their stories and went out on missions and had, con- you know, oh, I was like, okay, this is cool, I get it. Borderlands was like that, although better, obviously, of going in there learning who I was talking to, what I was doing. A tiny Tina right. and stuff like that, like, I don't want to lose that because we're worried about, like, Fran going through his goddamn inventory. No, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Reclusive Dragon had a, a, a question, patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames, and I use question loosely. It's actually a conspiracy theory. Greetings! Gary and Greg. Yesterday, Gearbox Software tweeted a teaser for the announcement of their next Borderlands game with an eyes emoji. Then Xbox replied to the eyes replied with an eyes emoji and a gif of a cat heavy breathing caption. Then Gearbox replied with a gif of the girl from Wreck It Ralph trying to hold her breath. Then Xbox Game Pass replied with a gif of a couple of minions celebrating. ARE YOU SEEING THE CONNECTIONS HERE? XBOX USED THE HEAVY BREATHING CAT TO SHOW THAT THEY ARE EXCITED GEARBOX USED THE HOLDING BREATH GIF BECAUSE THEY CAN'T TALK ABOUT IT AND GAME PASS WAS CELEBRATING BECAUSE THEY KNOW WHAT'S UP BORDERLANDS 3 IS COMING TO GAME PASS! You buy it, Gary? I think that might be reading too much into it. <laughs> <laughs> I agree! Uh, I think it's interesting that you were calling out I missed this GIF exchange. Uh, it would be a huge, 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 huge fucking move if that was day Has and
1: day. there been, a, has there been a AAA third-party game that launched on Game Pass at launch? I know Forza and I know well, the all the Microsoft the first-party stuff, party, but has there been a third-party game that's done that? A
0: trip now, you, you, a AAA third-party, no. Yeah, So I know you said there at the end, third-party, third parties. Yes, there have been third-party day and dates like independent developers who have done stuff and put it out. But to my knowledge, kindofunnycom of funny.com slash wrong. No AAA. Remember what AAA so w- is? That
1: would be a first. If so. Yeah. But I think, I think it's, I might guess it was just the Game Pass Twitter account getting it on the phone. Exactly. I, I think, think this goes it back anything. to yesterday
0: where we were talking about how uh, PlayStation put up a mini doc on their YouTube thing about uh, CD Projekt Red in, in Cyberpunk. And people were like, do you think this means it's going to be, no, it's not going to be exclusive. It's just them trying to get you connect that game with that idea. Same right. thing with Xbox. I'm sure that if anything, what that teases to me is that Xbox has an ad campaign scheduled with whatever it's going to be, right. where, where you see the... Excuse me, Borderlands 3 commercial, and then it ends with the Xbox uh, logo there and stuff like that. What
1: we'll was belching on the show today.
0: I did. Mine wasn't loud, but then you belched at the same time I did, which is going to make it <laughs> sound like I belched. B- <laughs> like I, B- Greg's belching i the like, mic too. It's not what's happening, all right? It's not what's happening, Barrett. Number three, Jade Raymond has joined Google Gaming. This is from gamesindustry.biz. Kevin, can you click over and get me the author on it? Sorry, this is when everything went happened with the phone. Uh, former EA Motive studio and Ubisoft Toronto founder Jade Raymond has announced today that she's been appointed to a vice president role at Google. In a tweet today, Raymond announced her appointment by saying, I'm excited to finally be able to share that I've joined Google as VP. She did not offer further details this announcement comes just ahead of gdc where google has teased a gaming related reveal the company has reportedly been working on streaming technology for some time under the project codename yeti raymond brings a wealth of industry experience to her new role uh, from early roles at sony and ea to over 10 years at ubisoft as the founder of ubisoft toronto and producer roles on multiple assassin's creed titles watchdogs and others back to ea over three years where she founded and oversaw motive studios Raymond departed EA entirely in October of last year as Samantha Ryan was assigned to take over the studio Raymond had founded. Uh, I think it's, I would say, extremely obvious she's going over to help out with this Google streaming stuff as they continue to poach people like Phil Harrison and, uh, not poach, I guess, Phil Harrison, Nate Ahern, and all these people are going over there working on Google stuff.
1: Yeah, Google have obviously got big plans uh, in the gaming space. I think they're going to unveil something at GDC. Uh, yeah, Monday, I think, is their conference. Ex, very exciting. They want to say, see I act- what's I, ha- up. I actually happen to know a little bit about it. I'm not allowed to, to say what I know. Just uh, tell us what I so so know. But I know Brady, enough to say, I think, that what they're going to reveal at GDC is going to be very exciting. And I think that Jade. Uh, going over there as well makes perfect sense as well. As you said, she's got stellar resume, super talented. Um, G- Google obviously has you know huge amounts of cash sure. to throw around to, to hoover up uh, top talent. And uh, that's exactly what they're doing.
0: Yeah, it's going to be interesting what she does over there and what they do. I can't wait for that conference. Uh, Rebecca Valentine, who will be on the show next week during GDC, is the one who oh. wrote that story. Sorry, Rebecca. I meant to credit you on that one. Um, it'll be interesting to see. I'm very, 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 very excited to see what Google comes out and says. Uh, 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 it's in new dates, but I'll toss it in here now while we're talking about this kind of stuff. Microsoft uh, Project xCloud yesterday in the same conference where they talked about all the Master Chief stuff, not conference, inside Xbox. Uh, they confirmed that this year there'll be public trials for xCloud. So that's super exciting because I want to see what that's all yeah. about. Number four, an interesting one for you. Uh, it's about Sega and their game Judgment. You remember this one? Judge's Eyes, all that stuff. Formerly Judge's Eyes. Judgment. It was in the kind of funny was game it showcase. Was in the showcase. Yeah, yeah, I remember. It looked cool. Sal Romano from Gamatsu reports this. Sega has announced a voluntary vo- voluntary... Vo- Sega has announced a voluntary halt on shipments and digital sales of judgment, uh, parentheses, formerly judge's eyes in its title in uh, uh, Japan, is in Japan following news of actor Pierre Taki's arrest for allegedly using cocaine in violation of Japan's drug control law. Taki plays the role of Keiohei Hamura in Judgment. Hamura is the captain of the Matsugugi family, uh, a subsidiary of the Tojo clan based in Kamaruchu. In a press release, Sega said, Sega has received the rep- arrest reports and are currently confirming the facts. But for the time being, we will voluntarily refrain from shipments and digital sales of Judgment, as well as other things like posting the product's homepage. Posting the product's homepage, yeah. We apologize for any inconveniences this may cause customers, as well as other of the parties involved. In a tweet, Sega added its tweets related to Judgment have also been deleted. Sega will make an announcement regarding its future course of action as soon as the decision is made. Judgment launched for PlayStation Four in December 2018 in Japan and is due out in the Americas and Europe on June 25th. There is no word on whether Takis uh, Takis' role or arrest will have affect uh, the Western release. It should be noted that Sega when, when Sega re-released Yakuza Four for PlayStation Four in Japan this January, Masayoshi. uh, one of the game's four playable protagonists, was recast to be playable by Toshiki Masuda due to the original actor retiring in 26 following allegations of cocaine abuse. Then there's an update. The Wall Street Street Journal is reporting uh, that on Twitter, Sega is currently discussing its course of action regarding a Western release of Judgment, and the decision has not yet been made. At first, I, I read this piece, and I was like, What? Uh, People do cocaine all the time. Why get arrested for drugs? I'm on cocaine right now. Exactly. And we're not gonna, you know, we're not gonna scrub you from every kind of funny game. Well, ever, I
1: mean, ever, 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 ever since you know you moved the show to 10 a.m., I, you got, I you need, need something to get me you up need a in bump the morning. To get going. Yeah, I need a little and bump. Then
0: I, then I was reading the Reset Era thread on this, and so many people were, you know, pointing. Oh, this is like commonplace in Japan. That like it, it, this is uh, uh, such a shameful act to be caught in arrested for drugs. That when this happens, and this is totally from the uh, the Reset Era thread that I saw somebody talking about this. Well, this happens all the time, and when this happens, if it's a movie star, they'll pull their movies from the shelves and do all this different stuff. And I was I was like I had no idea that that was part of the cultural norm over there.
1: Yeah, because when when you read that story, I, I it it seemed like a massive overreaction. Like, Really, you're going to shitcan the whole game because one of the actors in the game got busted for using drugs. But that was the I I, I I was just going in that direction when you seemed to confirm it that I don't know, but maybe it is that in in uh, Japanese culture, drug use is such a big deal that this kind of reaction is warranted.
0: Yeah, I don't, it's uh, it's totally a cultural thing, and it's it's it seems weird to me, but. Obviously, I'm not from Japan. But they're really going to
1: pull the whole game from sale over this well, and maybe not release it I mean, in the West?
0: It's pulled for the time being while they make a decision. You assume maybe they, they're going to recast the character and patch him out and do that. And I don't know if that would then... What, what you do for game... The game's already out, obviously, in Japan, so... Do you not sell it till it's ready again? Do you just let, is I mean, again not knowing the custom? Is it you let it go for a period of time before putting it back out? It, I hope it. I, the game looks awesome. I can I hope get it, it if get it's like here. a
1: Kevin Spacey type situation. <laughs> I understand why they why they why they did what they did in, in in those cases. Sure, but again, culturally, it's very different. I mean, it's not like cocaine use or whatever is totally acceptable here. Sure, but, but it sounds like it's much more frowned upon uh, in Japan uh, culturally for it for this kind of reaction. Uh, to be you know how they uh, how they decided to deal with
0: it yeah it's very interesting we'll keep you posted I mean judgment looks awesome uh, that trailer yeah I it great the on the showcase yeah I can't wait but uh, man that's a uh, an interesting cultural divide between us all uh, number five uh, Brendan Green is speaking out about PUBG when I say speaking out it means that he's breaking off and doing a thing I'll let him explain here's his post players this is a letter to players the past five years of my life have been all about battle royale from the early days of working on a mod to getting the chance to create my vision for a battle royale title player unknowns battlegrounds it's been an incredible journey and our game has reached heights i never thought possible seeing the game grow into what it is today has been a dream come true and i can't thank our fans and the incredible team at pubg corporation enough Today, I'm excited to announce that my new day-to-day focus will be heading up a new division of PUBG Corp, uh, PUBG Special Projects. While I'll remain as a consulting creative director on PUBG, development will be led by uh, Taesuk, John, Jang, uh, and the fantastic team I've had the honor of working with over the past three years. They have some great things planned for this year, and I can't wait to share them with you soon. Going forward, I'll be based in Amsterdam rather than Seoul and focused on building out an entirely new division to focus on research and game development. Online experiences and spaces can connect us in ways I only dreamed about when I first sat in front of a computer some 30 years ago. And it is those dreams of connecting others that is driving our work at PUBG Special Projects. We are tasked with exploring, experimenting, and creating new technologies, tools, pipelines, and gameplay. But for me, it is more than that. Together, with a team of game developers and researchers, we will explore new possibilities of interaction and connection within the game space. I'll also be making a new life for myself in Amsterdam. I've spent the past two years on the road, meeting so many of you at conventions and other industry events, which has been a fantastic experience. But I miss having a place to call home and a room to play games. So, I can't wait to start this journey with a new team in a new city, play some games again, and see what the future holds. Thank you, all. Again, for your support over the last five years, Brennan Green, a.k.a. Player Unknown himself. Gary, is PUBG officially dead? No, of course not. Yeah. It's just you wonder what the day-to-day for him was in general, working in Seoul, working as PUBG, you know, became PUBG Corp or Core, as you might call it. Yeah. Uh, uh, That's a machine that's running itself. You figure that point. They've brought in enough people that they are there. I doubt he's the one calling the ball, making the decisions, doing these different things.
1: I mean, I think that, like, I, I uh, full disclosure, I know Brendan, Brendan's a friend of mine, I, uh, I, call I, call him right now, <laughs> ask him what he's doing. Speak to him often. Um, and, uh, I think this, I think this is the, the, feels like the right move at the right time for him. PUBG, obviously, at this point, uh, is very mature. Here's the thing, people don't give Brendan enough credit. It's easy to forget that, you know, Brendan essentially, more than any other individual, created the Battle Royale genre, which is so popular right now. Sure. You know, it goes all the way back to the uh, the, the Battle Royale mod that he made for Armor 3 back in the day, and then through H1Z1 and now PUBG, Apex Legends, Fortnite, Call of Duty, Blackout, all of those games owe their existence, at least in part, and perhaps entirely. To what Brendan did in creating that genre back in the day, so Brendan I think is a is a tremendous um, innovator. Essentially created um, what is currently now like the hottest genre in gaming. Um, yeah. And I think my guess is I haven't spoken to him about it about this issue personally, but my guess is that he felt like PUBG has got to a point where even though the game is obviously going to continue to evolve, it was mature enough. That there just wasn't
0: new maps, tur- new modes, everything. But, do but that. the yeah, game was yeah. fully
1: mature, and he, I feel, I think he feels, you know, it's like anything. You work on one thing for 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 long enough, eventually, you want to change. You want a different challenge, and you know, I, I love the fact that PUBG has been uh, so supportive of him and opening up like an entire new special projects division to allow him to go away sure. and brainstorm and think about like what's the next. What's the next battle royale? What's that's the next the, big exactly. thing? Exactly.
0: That's the biggest thing about it, right? Is that I think you, when you have companies like this, you have developers like this, you want to give them time and space, right? To go experiment and create. PUBG is going to continue to make money. Yeah. It's going to continue to be fine over here. Uh, you figure out what the next thing is and, and experiment and try and create and go. Now, makes Gary. Makes total sense to me. It is rare that breaking news happens on this show. Is it
1: happening right now? So
0: big. Is it super fresh? That it... a Dude. Is it big? How, on a scale of 1 to 10, how big do you think I'm about, to, uh, I'm about to tell you something? Did
1: something just happen on your screen right now? Yeah, yeah. This yeah, is amazing. This started is started popping off. This has
0: never happened. Let's go. Give me a clue. We're going to marketwatch.com. Okay. Where Su Chang has a, a headline that just says, U.S. stocks are U.S. Stocks rise as investors keep wary of Boeing and Brexit developments. And you're like, why would we talk about that? Buried in here, in terms of stock movements and things like that, yeah. is one paragraph that clearly doesn't mean anything to MarketWatch. Okay. But could change the fucking game for video games. Are you ready for this? I'm very intrigued. You've set this up well, what is it? Take-Two Interactive Software stock climbed 4.7% on rumors that Sony, quote, is in advanced board-level discussions to acquire Take-Two Interactive in a mostly cash deal, end quote, that would value the company at $130 per share, according to Joel Kulnia, head of technology and media trading at WebBush Securities. Sony is in talks to buy Take Two Interactive, which means they would have Rockstar Games, which means they would have 2K games and sports and every play. Rockstar could be a fucking pretty much PlayStation exclusive company. It could be uh, in that granted, we're playing fast and loose with all this stuff. Sony, right? Sony is in talks to buy Take Two, which then, of course. Is Sony also has the, the the branch of PlayStation. It could be a Microsoft kind of deal where Microsoft bought Minecraft and Minecraft still publishes everywhere. You're a giant company like Sony, do you wanna are you I mean who are you if you're Sony and you buy it, do you care so little about the money that just despite everybody else, you're like, you know what? No, Rockstar games are only on our platform. Or you have to get a PlayStation five to play whatever the next right. GTA is going to be. Right. Like I don't that or are you Sony that is like hey we got to take care of our shock. Well, I, I don't,
1: I don't, think it's out of uh, our remit here to, to to indulge in wild speculation. That's what we do here. That's right? what the whole show is yeah, about, especially much.
0: when there's random one paragraph breaking news things from Webbush Security. Okay, so let's
1: play it out. What what makes more sense? Let's let's say that this is all real. What makes more sense? Continuing to keep We Obviously, you know that GTA is a fucking monolithic, sure. gargantuan property in video games. It's yeah. worth billions. You know, it's never out of the top 10. It's continually making huge amounts of money through GTA Online, Red Dead Online, all of this stuff. Yeah. It's, it's just a money printing machine, GTA. It's its its huge. What makes more sense if Sony suddenly were to acquire that property through their purchase of Take-Two, what makes more financial sense? To continue to, to allow um, GTA to be a multi-platform title and get all the extra money from PC and Xbox sales? Or... To To make it exclusive to PlayStation and say, well, now,
0: come if you want to
1: play the biggest game, arguably the biggest game franchise in video games, yeah. other than what? Mario, Pokemon, there's only a couple of other things out there that you could say are in the same, sure, as big as GTA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, but even
0: that, that's, I mean, whatever. That's don't you imagine argument that? Time.
1: If I, it, it's one of those things where, like, if, if I only had an Xbox and this move happened... As much as I might not want to, I would have to buy a PlayStation because GTA is one of those games that like, shit. Well, I
0: gotta play it. Yeah. So I don't yeah. know what makes more sense. It's an interesting fork in the road, right, Barrett? Yeah. Uh, I just want to say that.
1: Do you think this is a long ploy from Sony to finally
0: make Rockstar make Agent? Of course, yeah. Of course, that's a hundred percent what it is. They need Agent de- desperately for this one. Yeah. I. <sighs> it's the thing that. If it was PlayStation acquiring, if PlayStation was on their own, which they're not, right, then you're like, okay, it's going to be exclusive. It's Sony acquiring it, but then again, it is Sony, like, if I'm at, if I'm Sony right now, right, I'm like, hey, we've cracked the code here, right? We've sold these PlayStations are the number uh, runaway success of the generation. No one's going to catch them in things. How do we make sure and ensure that the PlayStation 5 is that big of a success as well? How do, I, I think, and I'm talking about my ass, obviously, it's Xbox has been trying to play catch-up right and they've been playing nice and doing all this different stuff Hey, we're gonna put Master Chief collection on Steam. Hey, it looks like Game Pass is going to a Nintendo Hey, we want to be on everybody else's screen, right? I think I Think they try to make it exclusive still. I think they try to keep GTA They would try to make GTA I mean if they
1: kept it a multi-platform you would be in the they would then would be entering the territory of Sony publishing games for the Xbox, which right. is unthinkable. Well isn't it? Now,
0: it is, but then think of it this way too, where were the way you know better than anybody, the way contracts work, there'd be no like, and I granted there's we know nothing about this. This is a one sentence story, right? But the deal that 2K has with the NBA and WWE and et cetera that has to include, you figure, multiple platforms in the contracts as they exist now. Right, so they, that would all have to so be you'd reworked. So ha- even if PlayStation bought it, if they were like, here's the cash deal, cool, you own 2K as of now, it would still be like, cool, we have all these games but that are going. again, maybe it ends
1: up like MLB The Show, which is already exactly. a PlayStation that's, exclusive. that's
0: that is, yes, 100% where that's where it gets fascinating is when the contract does lapse or goes up for renegotiation, clearly that we want to keep doing 2K but now does PlayStation, or does Sony, I guess, want to make it a PlayStation-only title? Fascinating. God, if
1: GTA went play went PlayStation exclusive, that would be such a baller move. And I, I think people at Microsoft would be would be jumping off the fucking roof in Redmond. Yeah, but
0: then again, like here's the thing. Yes and no. Cause yeah, this is a huge loss of not being getting GTA or whatever's gonna come from Rockstar or anything. The real thing though would be it would also totally play into Microsoft's PR favor of hey, literally we're going the exact opposite way of that. We want you to have everything everywhere. We're trying. If if PlayStation would let us, we'd put Xbox Game Pass on there. We want you to be connected to the games you love. And I I think you could. I mean, if if <laughs> I could write a stirring speech for Phil Spencer '83, of just like the other guys are going the other way. They are old thinking. We are not. We are talking about how we are going to get our games to as many of you as possible. We want a- anybody who can who has a phone and a controller to be able to play our games. We want to get it into your hands.
1: Look, Phil Spencer could come out and give a very evocative, very eloquent, um, erudite speech at uh, at E3 or whatever about how we want to put games in the hands of everybody and blah 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 blah. Yeah. But then but then uh, Sony could just come out and say, "Yeah, but we've got GTA." True. And flawless, flawless
0: victory. Everybody goes crazy. Yeah, right. you know what I mean?
1: Fast. That's it. That's all they would need to do. It would be like the Sony thing, you know, when when Adam boys. Yeah, yeah. This, this, is, how is, how be, this is how you share yeah, games. This is how you share games. It would yeah, yeah, be yeah, that right kind issue. of like Thank you. checkmate. Yeah.
0: Man. Just when you thought today couldn't get any crazier, there's that rumor to chew on everybody. Wow. That is huge. Well, let me, so, we've talked about what it would mean. Yeah. Do you,
1: what do you think's actually going to happen? What do you, what do you, what do you think? I mean, if if this,
0: if, if Kevin walked in today and he's like, I heard a rumor this might happen, I'd be like, there's no way. There's no way. Like, how would that possibly happen? Like, take two, I mean, granted, their stock went down this, after, and people were like, oh, it was right down the line. It didn't, like, bottom out. How much fucking money does Sony have? What do you got, Barry? You sat down like you had something to say.
1: I just, I don't think this is happening at all, whatsoever. You think it's just a rumor? I think, I think Sony might be like interested and be like, "Hey, like this could be like a cool thing for us." But
0: I don't, I don't see Take Two going for it though. They're,
1: I, they're the, quote, the quote, the quote is, is it, we're in,
0: it, it. I is mean, in Sony
1: is the kind of company that could make an offer that's that that that's too good to refuse.
0: Yeah, I don't, I just, I don't see it. Here's it's my like, thing: the is success evolve. Sorry. Take
1: two like stuff recently. Like yeah, like Red Dead online not doing great, but Red Dead
0: two I mean, keep in mind, not doing great, we're saying it didn't meet expectations. Right. But here's the problem. Stick with me on this line of thinking. Okay. That is the problem. One of the most successful games of the year didn't meet our expe- our shareholder expectations. Right Now Sony rolls up with a dump truck full of money and these these uh, investors Big and board of directors are like, yeah, let's get a payment and let's get out. You know what I mean? Huh. Like games are volatile. Games are going down, blah, blah, blah. And meanwhile, Sony, whoever the business guy is like, yeah, and then behind the scenes you hope everyone at PlayStation is like, oh my God, I hope we sell them on this. I hope we sell them this fucking lemon <laughs> that they don't understand what they're about to do. Huh. That's
1: a that's a good line of thought.
0: Right? I mean, Expected. that's the... Pro- that's We talk about how... Broken, the industry is from a boardroom level right. of when you can put out a game that is a true masterpiece, a work of art. That and I, I, it's not. It didn't, and I'm talking about Red Dead too, yeah. right? Like a, a game that I was like, ooh, not really for me. I'm not. I don't. But I appreciate it, and I understand what it's doing, and I'm glad it exists, and I'm glad a company did that to put something out like that, and then have the feedback be, didn't meet our expectations. Stock dropped. Like, yeah, what? Like, and because and, and you're that short sighted of like you. You understand that GTA Six will come one day. Right, and the stocks will soar through the roof. You know what I mean. And like, if they can't get that now, mm. fuck them. That's why I said roof. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you say roof? I do say roof. Is that a? Is that a? Um, I think it's a Chicago thing. Yeah, you know I mean? it's
0: also. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever heard me talk in general. I'm a moron. <laughs> like, I don't well, know. Well, Alyssa
1: says it as well, and she's from Hawaii. So I don't know if it's a regional.
0: Oh thing. well, Chicago and Hawaii very similar dialects. Yeah, yeah, it's true. yeah, it's yeah true. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, ah, Gary. Yes, I can't wait to see how this rumor pans out. But it's still so far away. That, that set you up for a good segue, didn't know, it? All right. right? Yeah. If I wanted to know what was coming to the Mom and shops today, because it's more immediate, where would I go? Oh shit, yeah, because I don't have
1: the paper. Yeah, I know, yeah, no, I know. <laughs> Official, up, you think by now I would be off book on this, right? You think I would know this line? The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform, as listed by the kind of Funny Games Daily Show host each and every weekday.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're having a great long, lengthy show, so I'm actually going to insert the mail here or the ad here because reader mail has been inserted throughout the show. So I'm going to tell you before the games that were brought to you by Hims. Hims is a one stop solution. For men of all ages, 66% of men lose their hair by the age of 35. And the thing is, once you start to notice hair loss, it's too late. It's easier to keep the hair you have and then replace the hair you've lost. That's why you should be like Nick and Andy and go to FourHims.com, a one-stop shop for hair loss, skincare, sexual wellness, and more for men. Thanks to science, baldness can be optional. Hymns connects you with real doctors and medical-grade solutions to treat hair loss. These are well-known generic equivalents to name-brand prescriptions to help you keep your hair. There's no snake oil pills or gas station counter supplements. These are prescription solutions. Backed by science. No waiting room. No awkward in-person doctor visits. Save hours by going to 4 just like Andy and Nick did. They went online, talked to a doctor, sent in some photos, and got matched with the prescriptions to help fight their thinning hair. Order now. My listeners get a trial month of Hymns for just $5 today, right now, while supplies last. See the website for full details. This would cost hundreds if you went to a doctor or a pharmacy. Go to 4Hymns.com slash gamesdaily. That's forhim scom slash games gamesdaily. For hymns They don't have a slogan for me to say after I say their name again. Out today, Rico is on Xbox. Baba Is You is on PC and Switch, The Arc Slinger is on PlayStation VR, Junkyard Wizard is on Steam VR, and... Cubicity. Maybe it's cubi- cube- Cubicity? Slide Puzzles on PC and Mac. God bless you. Uh, more stuff from the Xbox thing they announced in new dates for you. On April 4th now, Xbox Game Pass members will get Minecraft. I- that's right, Minecraft coming to Xbox Game Pass April 4th. Don't cry, Kev. Uh, also, Xbox is getting a new wireless controller, the Phantom White Special Edition. Oh, I saw that. Right? I saw a picture of it. It looks really pretty. Yeah, it's like at the top. It's, it's kind of half see through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's coming out April 2nd worldwide for 70 Uh Devolver Digital's Tycoon Sim Weedcraft Incorporated is coming up on uh, April 11th on PC. Dauntless is welcoming a new. New behemoth and a hunt pass uh, for season three today leisure suit Larry wet dreams. Don't dry will hit PlayStation 4 and Nintendo switch early summer 2019 Symmetry is launching on switch March 19th 2019 captain toad treasure tracker is getting special DLC uh, It's coming to the game on March 14th conquer the the VR battlefield in sky world It's out on PlayStation VR March 26th Oh, project x cloud public trials are later this year. I said that already and then, oh, then during the Xbox se- segment, they dated that State of Decay 2 update called Choose Your Own Apocalypse. That's coming out March 26th as well. I'm still rocked. What a, wor- <laughs> what a weird world we will live in if Sony buys 2K. It can't happen. It can't happen. Take two, sorry. It can't happen. Right? No, That's too crazy. It's, it's, it's as crazy as e- skipping E3. It's crazy. Did that, I know! The rules are off! I don't know what's happening! They're turning the- somebody's just flipping all the switches in the simulation. It would be big. It's been normal for a, a, a decades, and now it's all fucking crazy over here. Oh my god, I don't know what to do. I just- I'm, I, I'll give you one reader mail, and we'll move on. Style65 wrote into patreon.com slash games and says, Hi Greg and Gary, happy Widow Wednesday. Following on last week's all-digital conversation, I wanted to put my thoughts in. I, too, would prefer to be all-digital, but this week I was able to buy the Division 2 Gold Edition for $15 cheaper on Amazon UK rather than downloading it from the PSN. Six weeks before Anthem came out, a website ran a weekend offer where you could pre-order it for $33. I'm saying dollars, they're pounds. Uh, 33 instead of the 33 which was $20 less than it was on uh, PSN. Now, I agree that not everyone has decent internet, but when retail is still substantially cheaper than digital sale- digital most of the time, it's not about download speeds rather than where- rather than where I get the game I want for the best price. When we do get to an all-digital future, people say that digital prices will fall, like we saw on PC. But with consoles only having one storefront, what incentive does the console manufacturer have to actually lower the prices on their games? Thanks, style I think 65. that's a very good point. After the last
1: conversation we had about this, digital versus physical discs, I got a, a, a tweet from someone in Australia who said Ooh, that they...
0: A, I'm stealing the kind of funny corporate card, ain't I?
1: <laughs> that, oh, wow. I thought your English accent was bad. That's even they're, worse. They're the same. They're that's just interchangeable. terrible. Yeah. Have you ever had Alana on this show? She would be uh, she Yeah,
0: it's weird. She doesn't talk to me that much.
1: <laughs> I, can, I can see why. Um, now... The tweet from the from the uh, Australian person uh, was basically on the lines of, "I still prefer to buy discs because here in Australia, and yeah. we, as you know, as I'm sure you've heard, game prices in Australia are outrageous." rage. Oh, I went
0: to a store there. I was like, "Oh my god!" Um, so, uh, he, F, mentioned, F, he mentioned he mentioned for- that
1: in, on the digital stores, the games are always full MSRP. Um, but if you get a physical disc, you can shop around and get a deal. Sure. And uh, and they're often much cheaper. That's actually a really good point we didn't touch on last time. If games go all digital, and the only way you can buy a game is from the PSN store or ex- the Xbox store or whatever... Um, you're basically going to be locked into a a, a, a monopolistic kind of situation where there's no incentive for them to discount the game or or do special offers because there's no competition. At least when games are on physical discs and Amazon and GameStop and any number of mom-and-pop stores are selling the game, you can shop around and and get a deal like this guy just got with Division 2. If you can only ever buy the game from the official uh, online store, you're going to be locked in. What incentive would they ever have to discount the games? The ar-
0: Well, I mean, so it's a multifaceted argument that we definitely don't have it cracked. Don't get me wrong. But I do think that then the competition would become so much of if, if it's all digital now, then the competition does become OK. It is Steam versus PSN versus Xbox. Right. And so if Xbox is going to put it up, if division three up for five dollars, ten dollars, fifteen dollars cheaper. Then, um, then PlayStation has to worry about that and match that to some extent, right?
1: No, no, if, if they're on different formats, because you know, I'm, I'm not going to say, well, I would much rather play. You know, my preferred, like for example, I'm not playing as much. I, I love PC gaming and I have sure. a gaming PC, but I chose to play to get the Division Two for the Xbox because I want to play in the living room on a big screen and with a controller, and that's how I enjoy playing. Yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna change that decision and switch over to PC just because it's five bucks cheaper on Steam. I the the the, the point I'm making is. On one given platform, whether it be, let's say on PlayStation, right now you've got a choice to buy The Division or Anthem yeah. or whatever yeah. digitally via their store for what is likely full price. Or maybe shop around and find a deal on Amazon or GameStop or anywhere else. Once once the physical discs go away and those other retailers go away, it's it's buy it from us or fuck you. I don't think people are going to jump formats to, to, to get a deal. They're going to be stuck with, you know, because remember, not, most people don't have multiple platforms sure. they, they've got a playstation or an xbox or a pc and that's what they have yeah so if it comes down to you can only buy the game from one place i do think you're going to see but, a lot of uh, discounts go away
0: so but stay with me on this then Wouldn't the argument what about the argument of well this already happened on steam and we didn't see that right like, I, the, the, when we say that games will be cheaper when we are living in an all-digital future, blah, 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 blah. There's still going to be a benchmark for what I assume a A game's cost. But it's that argument that suddenly you can explore this scale and be like, well, n- now that everything's digital, we see people buying like the 99-cent games were a huge deal in, in the beginning of the App Store, right? It'll be the fact that I'm a small indie and I made a five-hour game. And right now, for the most part, that means I'm going to be like 15 bucks. On everybody else's store, right? I feel like that's competitive. That's where it is. But if you're making smaller games, you can start putting them up if people understand that price doesn't equate to quality or whatever uh, for five bucks, a dollar. And then you'll start seeing that scale move around that way. And then on Steam, right, that's happened where now it's up and Steam is pre- was, I guess, pretty much the only place to buy PC games, right? Obviously GOG. Obviously Origin. There's different things that have cropped up. But Steam was running away with it. But Steam still did the Steam sales and the Steam discounts. I feel like as in, I'm talking on my ass, as we get into this really competitive future, right? You would have it where, all right, cool. Xbox and PlayStation are competing for who wants to be there. So maybe now a PlayStation Plus membership means even more of discounts. Uh, Xbox Live Games with Gold gets a different di- kind of discount.
1: You're still going to see discounts, even even if you even if you are in a monopoly. where, like, let's say physical discs go away and there's only the PlayStation store, yeah. there's only the Xbox store. You're, they're still going to do deals. They're still going to do discounts, but they're going to be much less incentivized to do so because there's no competition.
0: Sure, but I, uh, I just well here. So stick with me. So if you're not, if you don't buy an argument between the stores, Xbox to PlayStation, right? What about in Amazon or Walmart selling the codes online? And I don't no, I mean know, they already do that. I know, right? And so would you be able to? Would they to get you to go to that? Would they be giving you a discount there? Would we see? Think about it, the one thing you're, were, you know, putting in here, right? The discounts you're seeing in the physical stores, the discounts you did see for a long time with Amazon's pre-order thing, where it was like, you know, you get it cheaper and day-to-day and all this stuff included, or 20% off or whatever it was. All that was is because of the competition, and it was the business model changing, and it was someone realizing they were behind and trying to come and take it over, right? And try to get back to first place. I still feel... We're never... I don't think... And maybe I'm totally talking out my ass here. I don't think the video game future, an all-digital future is ever going to get to the point where there is this monopoly, where there is no other option to buy. There's, I, th- I still think physical games are going to be around a long time, like I think it's going to go down to being like uh, vinyl, where it's like yeah, I'm it'll be a, a
1: while before physical discs are gone. But I, I, I
0: even with that said, it, I don't think you're going to get to a monopoly where there is only one portal to get your game somehow. There's no, you're
1: going- right. No, as, as you as you rightly point out, Amazon and you know the GameStop physical stores will probably go away at some point. You know, GameStop is so primed to be the next blockbuster or Tower Records. They're, they're obviously moving in that direction. They'll probably move to some kind of online only model. You're right. There's still competition in being able to sell digital codes. Amazon yeah. could still offer you a better Deal on a digital code, even if physical physical discs go go away. I'm just, but there would still be a lot less competition because yes. a lot of the competition exists in. I mean, it's not like you're going to go to mom and pop game store and get a great deal on the division. I mean, yeah, they're they're still selling the game at um, at full price. It's it's the larger companies like Amazon that can afford to uh, to offer you deals on on codes and discs. Um, but it, you know, it's 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 worth thinking about. Again, we we live in such an ivory tower grade. People just give us codes for yes. games. When when is the last time you spent money on a video game?
0: Oh, that's not a good question. It was just a couple a month oh, was ago. was a two while ago? ago. Yeah, and then okay. I'm buying Division for a friend anyway. Like okay. if I like the game and, and I've bought it, okay. when well, it doesn't matter. But, but, I, the, but for, the part, for the most part, for the majority of the hundreds of games I play a year, I don't pay for.
1: For it. the most part, we are insulated from the real. Gamer experience of 100%. shopping around for a deal on a game because we you know we don't yep. have, we don't have money to throw correct. around or you know we're getting free shit and so it's so it's often it's easy to forget that like this this is from, from the majority of gamers this is a real issue.
0: It's a great and, and, and thank you for writing in that is the thing is I, I we do I I don't buy the arguments some people make and, and I hope I you know show it and I don't mean it like an aggressive way that I don't understand what sixty dollars means to somebody anymore, uh, but it is a good thing that I yeah I haven't thought about. Looking at the circulars, or looking online, or comparing offers in a long, long time, right? Yeah. Because for me personally, and this is again privileged ivory tower stuff, but also just who I am, it's when I do buy a game, even when I am buying the game, I'm buying it digitally because I like the convenience of I have a PlayStation at my desk, two at home, uh, one over here. Like I like the idea; I don't have to bring the disc to all those different places. Yeah, I just so installed. For me it I just 15, installed the
1: division. I've got a, I've got a regular uh, Xbox One S yeah. uh, down in my in my bedroom. Right. And occasionally, if I need to, if it's not convenient for me to play the game in the sick. living room, yeah. go downstairs. It's all in, saves are all in the cloud, yep, and just yep, you, know, yep, you yep, can just yep, jump yep. back and forth, and you don't even and you don't have to worry about oh shit, the disc's in the wrong fucking console. Exactly. I, I like that convenience.
0: Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to squad up. This is where one of you writes in to kindoffunny slash. Sorry, I was going to sneeze and I'm not going to. Oh. Patreon. <laughs> you can go there and click over to patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames where you can give us your name, username, platform, choice, and why you need help in a video game. Today, Jonathan Dixon needs help on Xbox. His Xbox name is Zombie John Dixon. J-O-N. Uh, all spaces between that. Zombie John Dixon says, Xbox agents unite! I don't... Oh, sorry. Don't you dare close this PlayStation, Greg Miller! (laughs) Xbox best friends who want to team up to save DC in the Division 2, search for the clan Kinda Funny Division agents. I'm in that clan-
1: oh wait, hold on, that's a different one. There are- see, they're already happening. There's already- I joined one that's just called Kinda Funny.
0: You got to the you. You nailed it. This guy was came late to the party apparently, but there's okay. another one. So I on thought that,
1: you said, there's going to be
0: multiple claims. Exactly. So this is the one from Zombie John Dixon, which apparently is not broken up. It's all one word in the second part here. Uh, we are here for you, Gary witta in case your other kind of funny one doesn't work out. Okay. Have we'll you been promoted to a lieutenant there? No, but maybe I should See? insist on that. there. You go, there you go. If you don't get it, we'll walk over. Use the okay. competition to your advantage. Yeah, we ask people watching live on Twitch.tv/slash Kind of Funny Games to go to kindoffunny.com/slash You're Wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up. Is
1: we, there a sorry? Is there a PlayStation clan yet? Did you set one up? Oh yeah, I'm, division? I'm I'm the commander. Oh, that's
0: the, right. You just said you're the guy. Yeah, right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. And and me, is that can, is that full up yet? No. Well, right now there's four people. Okay. So we need. But Why that,
1: aren't there more people? There's more. There's more people in the kind of in the Xbox kind of invite only. I didn't. Want, uh, I didn't. You know what I mean? Okay. I didn't
0: want to push my lifeboat out there. Have all these Titanic people coming. Oh, on do you, so are you going <laughs> to fill it up just with like your high-powered celebrity friends? That's what I want. No, because the celebrity friends won't be around long. Not to mention, don't have any celebrity <laughs> friends. So <laughs> we got to figure out what we want to do. I feel like we need to come up with requirements. You know what I mean? What's it, what, what what's going to be a requirement? I don't know. I need to talk client. to I need to talk I, to my I recruit. Saw Steve
1: Odd playing and it's like he should definitely
0: go in. 100%. Yeah. Um Cameron, it was on last night. I saw and he had actually requested it. Like of course he should be in. He helped me do my division platinum. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Bunch of different stuff. We'll get to that later. I'll, whatever. We'll figure it out. Um you're wrong. Uh Krujui, said uh just cause 4 came to Game Pass in March uh, about a month he says, Wiggly, a, a few months after its release. Not same, but fairly quickly. True. Lord of Pwns says, PlayStation has indeed published games on Steam. Everyone's gone to the Rapture, Guns Up, and Hell Divers. I forgot. I knew that those oh, had existed, but I forgot which fun. one. Thank you. But not for Xbox. No, and That'd... I do think that's a different thing. I do yeah. think that's a completely different ball of wax. Nanobiologist says, we missed a new date. Assassin's Creed is getting free DLC. The Lost Tales of Greece. story, a friend worth dying for on March 26th. Um, Omega Archetype says PC has many outlets to purchase digital games Many of which you can find games at a discount Pre-release discounts even As well as regular Steam-like sales Green Man Gaming, Humble Bundle Store, Fanatical are great examples We alluded to those, thank you for naming them I don't know how that would play out with consoles and stuff like that And then Zaire says Here's a deal of the day for you From Best Buy's online store, you can buy Persona 5 And Detroit Become Human For 20 bucks both oh, Detroit
1: for twenty bucks is a great is a great deal. I enjoyed that game. Look at that
0: shade on Persona Five Gary's throwing to get Barrett mad at him.
1: No, I, everybody knows how much I love Persona 5. Sure. Have you beaten it? Yeah, you've beaten it? I still haven't beaten it. Know, I'm never going I, I to... Look, I've just given... If ladies and
0: gentlemen, this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every week on a variety of platforms. We run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about even as it breaks. If you like that, be part of the show. Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games. Watch it live. Twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games. Watch it later. YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games. Roosterteeth.com. Listen on podcast services around. The globe. Uh, tomorrow's host is going to be O'Neal J. Johnson, a Twitch streamer who seems cool. And Friday it will be Steve Saylor. Until next time, be safe out there, agents. Because of Division. We like That's Division right, the a lot. Division, yeah. yeah. Pleasure to serve you. <laughs>